When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We got an email from a listener who thinks maybe we're being a little too harsh with our critique of the fake relationship of Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. Oh, okay. I'm going to share with you. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk to hear all critiques. It's true. Uh, This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. So just real quick, bringing you up to speed history of the situation. Um, We first heard during one of our segments, Blinded by the item. We read blind items by, uh, we believe, a very trusted source who brought it to our attention that the relationship between Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas, the very quick, speedy relationship that has now turned into an engagement pending nuptials, um, is fake and really all about opportunity. It, it just seemed very clear from the beginning that this was all happening very fast. And there was just something when you look at the two of them, you're like, mm, I don't there. I'm not I'm not buying it. So we've looked for evidence and it has not been that difficult to find evidence that this relationship I mean, daily daily is really all about um, about sponsorship, about attention, about furthering their careers and not really about love um, and so we've been kind of trying to expose that. Well, we got this email. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, let's hear it. We got this email. It's from Deb. Hi, Deb. Hi, Deb. Colleen and Bradley, I usually love you guys, and I agree with most almost everything you say, but you've been really negative about Priyanka Chopra <laughs> and Nick Jonas, and uh-huh. I have to say something. Okay. Why can't they just be in love? Why do you insist uh, on trying to prove that their relationship is fake? What if they just met and fell in love quickly? It's not as if that never happens to people. And sometimes people who meet and fall in love very quickly can go on to have very happy marriages. Stop being so cynical. I think that your blind item segment has made you crabby. Please just accept their relationship and move on. Is Deb named Priyanka? Right? Chopra or Miss uh, uh, Priyanka Chopra's mom? I, Deb, you misspelled Priyanka. No, it's Deb from Coon Rapids. That's what she said. Well, Deb, <clears throat> we're going to show you just how wrong we think. I, I mean, you honestly, are, you know, you can put your head in the sand, Deb, but it's not that hard. And we're going to show you some reality right now. So here's the first thing that smacked me upside the head this weekend uh, having to do with Priyanka Chopra and uh, Nick Jonas. I think that they're trying to take this fakery to the next level. So last week, Bradley, after we uncovered a whole lot of sponsored content on each of their Instagrams, Mm -hmm. having to do with their engagement parties and their bachelorette parties and their bachelor parties, um, we started to think, like, maybe this is getting to be a little too obvious and people might be on to them. And we started to read in the comments section 
on their Instagram pages that people really were on to them. Yeah, no, it was, I mean, people are like, hi, you're just trying to sell out. Even if you don't think that their relationship is totally fake, you think um, you guys are milking this for every penny that you can. Exactly. So I think the next phase is they're starting to roll out right now, and that is the two of them are trying to comment like really schmaltzy kind of lovey-dovey weird stuff on each other's Instagrams so that then it'll get picked up by publications and then that becomes well, part of the story. Which is what Jonas did last week. Yeah, well, guess what? Priyanka Chopra has done it now oh, to him. What did she do? So he posted um, he posted this, uh, this post on Instagram about his personal diagnosis of type 1 diabetes. He was diagnosed 13 years ago, and he did this side-by-side comparison of him before, like right after his diagnosis, and then today. And he kind of takes you through the journey in this post, okay? And it's a lovely post, and I'm yeah, thankful that he's awesome. speaking up about his own personal journey. I think that's helpful, et cetera. Please, that's, that's a whole separate issue. Priyanka Chopra, though, inserts herself into the, and their relationship into the conversation when she comments on that. And says the following. Everything about you is special. With or without diabetes. Kiss emoji. Yeah. I don't buy it. I don't buy it when people on Facebook do it. And I don't buy it when Priyanka Chopra does it. It's like, So why would the rules be any different for them? See, we're in a real relationship. Yeah. Like she wouldn't have just sent him a text. that's like, wow, you know, I'm so proud of you for doing that thing on Instagram to, you know, be who you really are and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Nope. She's got to, everybody or has to, to see even it. just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's not that she's not allowed to comment on his social media, but again, part and parcel with everything else that we've read. It's just so obvious. Like last week he's, you know, being like, Hey girl, I'm totally Insta stalking you. Okay. Who, who's the audience for that? Priyanka Chopra? Mm, mm, he no. thinks no. No. Perhaps uh, the audience is all of the sponsors and all of the people on uh, Instagram that you're shilling for. Yeah, the growing list. But that's just my cynical nature. The growing list of sponsors. (laughs) Oh, but wait, there's more. Oh, but wait, there's more. So, yes, you have that relationship Mm -hmm. aspect of it, you know, like commenting overtly on each other's Instagram accounts. Then you have this whole entire new level of sponsored content, you guys. You know, before they were just posting like, oh, look at me at my bridal shower. And, um, oh, I just happened to be a Tiffany who, by the way, just happened to give us a really great deal on this ring that uh, Nick, you know, uh, bought for me. Now it's literally um, Priyanka Chopra teaming up with Amazon for her wedding registry. And it's not just any wedding registry. It is this giant. It's a it's a you can go there right now. There's this whole section on Amazon under wedding registries, Priyanka Chopra's wedding registry guide. Priyanka Chopra, actress and style icon, is tying the knot. Here's her guide with all her favorite gift ideas on Amazon. Love Priyanka Chopra. And then it takes you through a sort of pseudo faux wedding registry of all the things that she wants. And by the way, they've worked out a deal that a bunch of people are going to get a great big contribution. So it's just it's like no holds barred, just complete, you know, advertising opportunity for this wedding. Like I can't even like this is above and beyond anything Goop has done. Yeah, it's above and beyond anything I can think of any celebrity recently Okay, doing I have for a, their wedding. I have a dumb question. So obviously she's in partnership with Amazon. 
yeah. right? Because yeah. she, you know, this is clearly an endorsement with Amazon because yeah. again, you see her picture there. She's signed off on it, whatever. But then within this gift registry, and this is where I almost think like this might be totally maniacal. Within the gift registry, there's all kinds of features of other brand named items. For example, all clad cookware, Cuisinart food processor, yeah. KitchenAid mixer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you kind of scroll down and she's got a Marc Jacobs backpack, a Calvin Klein rug, an LG OLED TV. I'm wondering, is this, are the brands also paying her? Could be. I mean, we obviously don't know. But what I will tell you is that um, everything that she's put on this registry, I'm sure fulfills some sort of promise, obligation, or hope that she gets you know, something out of this in return. I mean, at this point, why would there be anything to believe that there's something um, uh, genuine about it? And in fact, I mean, you don't have to go very far. Like she just, the, the way she talks about things, my home is always bustling with loved ones. I have a very close knit set of friends and so does Nick. And I like being a host. So, oh, look at this item over here. That would be a perfect hostess gift. I mean, it's just so... Like there's a cheese dome. Unbelievable. Okay. Um, I mean, it literally just, this is delightfully, oh, she wants a record player because I've always loved a record player. I just love the sound. I play everything from Ariana Grande to the Chainsmokers on my record player. (laughs) It looks so cool. And every party with me ends up in a dance party. It just has to happen. Who the heck plays Ariana Grande Nobody records? Plays Ariana Grande on a turntable. No, delete your account, yeah. Priyanka. Done. So you know what I want to say to Deb to Deb and Coon Rapids, yeah. who sent us an email uh, telling us that we were maybe a little too crabby. Deb. I'm sorry, girl. Buckle in, I'm Deb. sorry, Deb. It's going to be a long ride girl. to December 1st or 2nd, mm-hmm. depending on which country you live in, because this is actually happening in the United States and India. Yeah. You're wrong. Yeah. You're wrong, Deb. I'm sorry. I love you, but you're wrong. All right. feel better about that. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, you might think that you had a bad weekend. I don't know what kind of weekend you had, but if you think you had a bad weekend, I'm here to tell you that Frankie Muniz... And David Arquette had a worse weekend oh, than you did. Okay. And I'll tell you why after this on my talk 107.1. So if you had a, you know, kind of a bummer of a weekend mm-hmm. at all, I'm here to tell you that David Arquette and Frankie Muniz also had God. terrible weekends. What happened? On the Colleen and Bradley show, my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, you know, Bradley, how sometimes when you're reading the celebrity news, uh, from time to time, occasionally you'll see a story or two where you can you literally cannot believe you're reading the words that you're reading. Oh, a, a daily. Yes. Yeah. Occasionally it happens where there's a number of those. And that's the case with these two stories. Number one, two actors that I don't usually see a lot of headlines about. Yeah. Frankie Muniz, you remember him from Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. He's also currently um, hosting uh, Dancing with the Stars Jr. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then David Arquette, former husband of Courtney Cox. Yeah. Um, apparently, he's not acting actively anymore. Okay. What's um, he up to? You know what he's doing? Uh-uh. He's wrestling. Um, what? That's a th- What? He's like a fighter. 
Um, apparently, he did this in the early 2000s. He competed in the world champion in WCW World Championship Wrestling, and what? he announced recently that he was going to silence internet trolls by coming back to the independent wrestling circuit this year. Okay, and he did just that over the weekend. That is so weird and random. I agree. Well, it turns out over the weekend, he um, he wrestled a convicted bank robber by the name of Nick Gage. Okay. In a quote death match, which was a staged bout, um, where they, you know, wrestle you've seen wrestling matches yeah. before. Well, apparently, among other things that happened to him in the ring, his opponent used a pizza cutter and sliced his face and he ended Ow. up in the hospital. Okay, so the thing I've always heard about wrestling is that it's fake. So you're telling me he actually did get sliced on the face? Yes. His face was sliced open oh, when oh, his opponent was attacked him with a pizza cutter. Here's what I understand about wrestling. To, from what I understand, and trust me, I used to watch wrestling a lot as a child. I know that shocks you. And also, I watched a couple of reality shows about wrestling. I think that like that there are pieces of it that are staged, like the outcome is staged. But a lot of the stuff that happens in between is not. Always. You mean the pizza cutter slicing the face stuff? For example. Okay, that's just weird. That was like a rogue moment. Okay. So anyway, he was hospitalized. Is he fine? Is he okay? We don't know yet. Oh, God. Um, I mean, he will be fine, but he was, you know, he was treated in the hospital because of his, um, because of his injury. Okay, now, can I tell you what happened to Frankie Muniz? Yeah. What's he up to? Was he in the wrestling ring? No. So his starts like in a in a sad place. He had gone to France because his uncle died, oh. and he had to go to a funeral in France. Okay. Like that in and of itself was yeah. sad and awful, right? But then he came home. He'd been gone for like a week. He came home to his five story brownstone flooded. Why was his brownstone flooded? His cat had turned on the water. Oh no. Well, they were gone and it flooded their home. And he he kind of outlined all of it on Twitter. Um he said, "I arrived home from my uncle's funeral to find four of my five-story brownstone home under 3 feet of water." Oh my god. Everything I own is destroyed. Every wall, every piece of artwork, personal photos, furniture, all because my cat accidentally turned on a sink a few days ago while we were gone. Okay, so how long was he gone for? He was gone for, uh, uh, like, it looks like a week. He said, I'm devastated and exhausted from a tough week. Did anybody, like, check on Apparently the cat while not. he was gone? Thank you. That's actually a good point. <laughs> Who was taking care of the cat? Yeah. I mean, the thing about cats is, like... The Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must-not-take-yourself-too-seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline.
are pretty uh, self-sufficient. Yeah, maybe for a day they can take care of themselves, but you got to feed them, right? right? Feed and uh, add fresh water. Well, and clean their litter boxes. Yeah. yeah, where was the cat? And how was the cat staying dry? But yeah, his whole entire place was flooded. Nobody else obviously was living. So brownstone doesn't mean there were other apartments. Apparently, it was just no, his place. he has the like all five yeah. stories, it sounds like. Um, they had to move into a hotel, um, which once they moved into the hotel, just to make matters worse. So they moved into the hotel because they had to manage the brownstone. Yeah. Um, they moved into the hotel and they had to evacuate after alarms in the hotel went off. Oh, so like it went from bad to worse to worse. Um, anyway. Well, that's crazy. I mean, usually when, you know, very wealthy uh, celebrities have issues, you're like, oh, that's too bad. I mean, think about all the people in California. But mm-hmm. and however, the fact that he was just coming back from like a family funeral, although, again, I would just go back to like maybe have somebody in your home while you're gone, especially if you have an animal there. Right. 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 Hey, you can usually leave a cat overnight, though. Overnight. Mm-hmm. But but for like a week, like long enough yeah. for your sink to. I mean, I guess it's possible that there was somebody coming in and that this just happened in a day, but... I don't know. How does that happen, though? You know what I mean? That's what I keep thinking is the cat turns on a faucet. How do you do that much damage to four stories of a house in a day with one sink, with one faucet? I don't know. But I, I felt bad for him nonetheless. You know, so we've got David Arquette in the hospital after taking a pizza cutter to the face. Yeah, well, poor Frankie Muniz and his cat was an, uh, a success. Turns out, as compared to these two, I know, Jeez I know. Louise. So, see, if you think you had a bad weekend, just feel better. Weigh it against because you don't have a pizza cutter in your face. Exactly. Also, just feel better about your general life choices that you're not getting sliced with a pizza cutter. Exactly. In the face. I mean. Any day that was a good idea. without a pizza cutter in the face is a good day. Yeah, unless there's pizza say. attached to the pizza cutter. I just want the pizza in the face. When we come back, we've got celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags on the Colleen and Bradley show. We're going to tell you about them after this on My Talk 107.1. My Talk 107.1. Everything. What do you want? What do you do? Everything. But I don't kiss on the mouth. Entertainment. Celebrities behaving badly. They do it every day on the Colleen and Bradley show. And we've created an entire segment to celebrate that bad behavior. We call them a name, too. And we call them D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Yes, Queen. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at this. People Magazine. Hi. Um, they're my D-bag today. In fact, I wanted to make the whole Kardashian-Jenner clan my D-bags mm-hmm. because the story is about them. But really, you can't hold them accountable. I'm just going to call people my D-bag today for basically being lazy. And here's why. Uh, headline, your guide to cooking an entire Thanksgiving spread using only Kardashian recipes. Mm-hmm. Okay, first of all, who in the right mind is out there going, you know what I really need? I want to shake things up this holiday season. I'm going to make an entire Kardashian-themed Thanksgiving. No. Said nobody Never. ever. Except maybe like a few weirdos who are obsessed with the Kardashians. Because can you imagine going to somebody's house for Thanksgiving and they're like, I made Kim Kardashian's potatoes. 
I made Kim Card or I made Chris Jenner's cranberry sauce. Mm-mm. Well, first of all, they don't make things contrary to what they would like you to believe, which is where we get into the lazy portion of this particular sh- segment or article, excuse me. So I think to myself, wow, did the Kardashians come up with like a whole Thanksgiving spread, you know, Martha Stewart style? No. They simply Googled a bunch of food recipes that the Kardashians have over the years talked about. <laughs> uh, for and, and I don't even know. I don't know. It's lazy. Look at this. Decor. From dessert to the main course and decor, they include in this article, to be as prepared. So again, they would have you believe. Mm-hmm. You can decorate your house Kardashian style for Thanksgiving. Okay. Again, I would ask you, who would do this? Who's doing this? Zero peoples. Then you read, to be as prepared as Chris, you must have the table set exactly four days in advance. Quote, it takes me that long to get it just right, layering different decorations, adding and taking things away. Okay. What do you mean four Hold days? Please. Can we talk? That That's enough time for dust to settle. I don't yeah. want to eat off four day old sitting outside on the table plates. Also, <laughs> she serves her dinner on Hermes China. Okay. Okay. So I'm not going to be doing that. None of no. you are doing that no. because you can't afford no. it. No. So and sorry can, about it. True story. Welcome to our uh, family. But most of us here are not. We're not getting our rich. Hermes. Um, also she, um, I'm I'm not, I'm going to go on from decor because what I really wanted to talk about was the food. And when they talk about Turkey again, this is how to make a Kardashian Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. When they get to Turkey, they say, "Mm, actually, this is the most difficult. This is people talking the most difficult element of the menu to pull off an authentic Kardashian fashion as very little has been revealed about this aspect of their Thanksgiving over the years. Oh, they really keep basically again. (laughs) they're not giving you anything because um, they don't have a turkey recipe, although they did somehow work in a reference to Khloe Kardashian or Courtney making homemade ketchup, and they give you the recipe for that. Okay, well, okay. I'm sorry. When it comes to side dishes, what? there are a couple of sides that they have um, thrown out over the years. One includes a signature dish of pasta and peas. No. Okay. Have no. You, now, as much as I am all for shaking up the turkey table... Have you ever heard of somebody telling you about their signature dish of pasta and peas for Thanksgiving? No, but... And this is not something they serve on Thanksgiving. But what? I mean, I will say, you know, this is coming from somebody from Minnesota who has been accused of having grape salad on the table. True, yeah. I'm just saying... Yeah. People do weird things. Every single recipe you go through on here has nothing particularly... Uh, to do with Thanksgiving, and they're just random recipes. For example, um, Chloe's bomb-ass graham cracker cheesecake and Kylie's cinnamon roll waffles. Okay, I'm sorry. Who's making waffles for Thanksgiving dinner? Also, if I'm making anything inspired by the Kardashians, I don't want the words bomb-ass anywhere near it. I'm just saying. More like eh, eh, bomb. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yes. So... I would just like to say, uh, people, you're lazy. And uh, give us, like, because here's the truth. If you love Turkey Day and you love all the trimmings, you, for example, Colleen, Mm -hmm. if you wanted to shake up your recipes but keep a traditional style, Mm -hmm. I'm sure there are actual celebrities out there who have put all sorts of information online about the unique things they serve on Thanksgiving. I would be more curious to see what a celebrity chef does or... 
a celebrity who is known Genuine? for yeah real that uh, but a or a celebrity who's known for like loving to cook yeah like even I hate to say it I hate to say it because she's about to be my d bag but Gwyneth Paltrow like because she has she has cookbooks of, I don't think she eats but yeah no right I, I get what but you're do you saying. see what I mean like she's known for her engagement with cooking um she has like a food life. Yeah, but you guys, Allegedly. Chris Jenner, her cookbook in this article is called Iconic. It's in the kitchen with Chris. Mm-hmm. And this macaroni yeah, like and cheese recipe. All it recipe. is is that she walked into a kitchen and stole somebody's recipe. No, I think, no, I think the recipes she stole were her mom's. She's never made one of those things. Did it's you know her mom's cookbook? You guys, on her cheat days, Chloe makes the macaroni and cheese bite size by baking the noodles in a muffin tin, which is another great Thanksgiving That's idea. Pinterest. Oh, food hat. Pinterest. She stole that on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I don't take food from the Kardashians. Seriously. <laughs> Zero Nor chance. Should you. Z- like when Kim was doing the whole like um soul food thing yeah. i was like what about you makes me think i'm gonna listen to you about soul no because i feel no, like you, you sold, sold yours a while ago a while back <laughs> when you bought your booty <laughs> okay yeah, exactly Ooh. also just so you know um never mind i could go on um okay well i teased it so i will tell you i'll just go ahead and go all in gwyneth paltrow you're my d-bag today what'd she do now well, okay, so you may know that over the weekend, uh, Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin were very active on their social media. They have now come out as married. Haley Baldwin has changed her last name on Instagram to Bieber. Haley Bieber. Um, but Justin Bieber, as you'll recall, uh, commented on one of Haley's Instagram posts okay. with the following You are just too much. You turn me on. Oh, well, sounds familiar. Right? It's a little bit Priyanka Chopra, Nick Jonas-esque, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there's an Instagram account, which I don't... I told you about this last week. I started following them because I love them. They're called Comments by Celebs. Yep. And what they basically do is they pay attention anytime a celebrity comments on another celebrity's Instagram. Yep. They will screen cap it and then they'll post it on their Instagram account. Okay. Well, um, they were capturing a lot of the com- the celebrities' re- replies to this particular Instagram post. Well, one of them was Gwyneth Paltrow. And do you want to know what Gwyneth Paltrow, the woman who told us about the jade eggs she inserts into her yoni area, uh, and uh, the woman who is aggressively explains to us her the steaming of the same area, did she like tell him to get a room? She said TMI. Oh God. She oh, is calling out cute. Justin Bieber for too much information. The woman who has an entire website and lifestyle brand around giving us too much information that we did not ask for. Yeah. No. She wants you to stick eggs in your hoodly do. Yeah. But, um, but, do, but don't tell the lady you're allegedly married to that she turns you on publicly. I'm reading in this article also last week, the Beebs shared a picture of a steamy kiss with Haley along with the caption, honey buns, pumpkin. (laughs) My God, he has arrested development. Yeah. Yep. He is literally, she has married a child. I guarantee you. A very, very rich rich child. child. Yeah. While babies marrying babies. I mean, they're both children. Well, that's why he didn't sign a prenup. Exactly. Because he's 
not smart. Mm-hmm. And she is. Hey. I guarantee you. Yeah. She's getting something out of it. Don't worry about it. All right. When we come back, we need your help. Are you an adult who drowns <laughs> your... Need your help? This sounds so bizarre. <laughs> we need your help. Are you an adult who drowns your food in sauce? If you always need to put sauce on your food and you are a grown mm, adult... Are you a sauce whore? If, are you a sauce whore? 651-641-1071... We need you to explain yourself. If you love sauce on your food, 651-641-1071. We'll talk to you after this on My Talk 1071. Okay, well, we asked for it. 651-641-1071. If you are somebody who always puts sauce on your food, maybe we should be more clear about this. Are you a sauce freak? Are you freaking with sauce? Do you always need to have the ranch dressing? Yeah. When you're eating a steak, like do you ask meal. for the A1? Or the ketchup. Do you oh. need ketchup on the table at all times? Do you always have hot sauce at at the uh, at the table with you? Blue cheese, French dressing, Catalina, I don't know. If you are a person who always needs to put sauce on your food, 651-641-1071. We need you to explain yourself on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. So this came from a conversation we were having last week. I don't even remember what started it. Do you? No. no. So yes, we were having it was the ranch. magnum of ranch. It was oh, yeah. magnum of ranch. So somebody said that there's a magnum of ranch, and I was like, you guys, how can you even use a magnum of ranch before it goes bad? Because I feel like that's the worst thing about condiments, especially if you don't live in a family of four uh, or you're not 12. Um, it's going to be hard to eat ranch uh, before that entire thing goes bad. I always, I've always longed for a small mayonnaise jar. Mm-hmm. Like a mayonnaise jar that's half the size mm-hmm. of the current mayonnaise mm-hmm. jar. A small ketchup, a small uh, mustard, because they all go bad. Well, um, that got us on the conversation of people who drown their food in sauce. My partner does this on a regular basis. Hot sauce, usually. He literally will put hot sauce on things before he's... And I have mandated that he taste them before he puts sauce on it. Because, because I it's think it's rude. To you. Yes, like when you're a, when you're making food. Yeah, I think the least you can do. So it's like many things about me. I've made this food for you. Could you at least try it before you? Because what it really says to me is like you don't like my food unless you're able to coat it in hot sauce. Right. Six five one. Oh, we actually do. We have a sauce whore on the line. Oh, oh wow. That doesn't sound nice at all. Sauce freak. How about freak? I like that better because I just feel like I called Cindy a name and I didn't mean to. Um, Cindy's a sauce freak. Let's go to the phone. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Hi. Hi. Oh, Lord, yes. Well, steak sauce is the main one, and my husband thinks it's sacrilegious uh, because, uh, you know, even like a really fine filet mignon or, you know, one of those really like I'd probably even douse Kobe beef in it. <gasps> okay, so have you always are done you this? Serious? So why do have always from 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 like four years old? Okay, so what why what is it like? Is it that you just like the sauce? Does the food become a vehicle to get the sauce in your mouth? Uh, no, I just love the combination, and I just love like if you give me some ribs, I'll douse it in barbecue sauce. If you give me some mashed potatoes, oh gravy, and I love to. 
I just love all the flavors. Yeah. Now, is there a particular sauce that you uh, go to more than most? Like when you're ha- sitting down to an evening meal, do you pull out the ranch or a hot sauce? Or uh, well, Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, um, well, I guess I'll have to go back to the steak sauce. Oh, okay. It has to be A1. Okay. And Heinz uh, 57 is okay. And if we're out of it, I'll go. I'll go through the cabinet and try to whip, make my own. Oh wow! Like I'll take ketchup and Worcestershire. Yeah, I'm. I'm that. I, I well, have you, to. It's you are gotta committed. have steak sauce. All right. Well, thank you, Cindy. Thank you, Cindy. Cindy's I think all steak in sauce, on the A1. You know, here's what they say about steak sauce. Because I don't want to sound like a d bag. Like, oh, anybody who puts steak sauce on their steak is so it's terrible. I mean, I don't do that, but I always used to think that it's just because you've maybe had an inferior piece of meat before mm-hmm. or not prepared very well, such that you have grown accustomed to disguising it disguising with disguising the, the flavor, kind of like. And here's a you know, here's something that maybe more people can relate to. Like in our generation, when we grew up eating vegetables, most of the time the only way we ate vegetables was with a lot of butter mm-hmm. uh, or cheese sauce mm-hmm. because they were usually boiled within an inch of their lives and they were just a mushy mass mm-hmm. and they had no flavor involved so you had to disguise today them. i don't make vegetables with butter and cheese sauce if at all very often mm-hmm. um and i think it's because maybe we have grown up a little bit and i think the same with the sauce <laughs> are you saying that you're a sophisticated adult no i'm not trying to be sophisticated i stick things in my mouth on a regular basis donuts Pie, cook. I I will drive to a gas station on a Saturday night for dessert. So I am not trying to be fancy. However, I always think when somebody oversauces things to distraction that perhaps there is some unresolved issues that need to be addressed. Okay. <laughs> I love that was so PC the way you just laid that well, out. Because I love people. I don't want them to think i'm calling them names but i do think there's something there okay truly truly Mm. um i have three children under the age 12 and under yeah sauces are very hot in the under 12 set i'm sure i'm here to tell you we often have four to five sauces on our dinner table what's the go-to ranch ranch yeah um i one in particular who mixes the ketchup and the ranch and calls it Ranch, ranch up. up. Yeah. Um, and then dips 
his apples in it. I'm not kidding. And it is disgusting. I know. So my sauce feelings are very much informed by watching them with their sauce situation. I know you don't like to, you don't want to pass weird, shamey things on to your children. So you don't go like, that's weird. No, because I was actually counseled to not do that. Yeah, yeah. Because my kids, I have two picky eaters and literally they had a therapist who said, However, they get the food in their mouths. Let them eat it. Let them eat it that way. Can I ask you a question? Are they ever in public and other people who aren't thoughtful react in any way? What I'm wondering is no, like, I they wonder. They all do what... weird stuff now. Yeah, I was going to ask you, Colleen, as you are a person who is familiar with the under 12 set. Yeah. Do you think that your children actually like the combination of apples and ranch? Or is it something that they do in order to get attention? Or is it something that's cool? Like, I'm going to be the cool kid and I'm going to eat. I'm going to do a YouTube channel on dunking my apples and ranch and ketchup. Yeah. Yes to all of that. Yeah. I'm not joking. Yes. Probably a little from all of those columns. There is something like something cool about liking the weird flavors. But just like like anything, just like anything. And this is part of like, I think, a learning process when you try something and it is kind of disgusting at first, mm-hmm. that flavor will eventually grow on you, probably. Yeah. Well, it's kind of so, like I like sardines. My grandmother introduced me to sardines and nobody else likes sardines. And every time I would eat sardines, people would be like, ew, that's gross. And I kind of reveled in that special yeah. thing that I had. So I totally relate that. When it comes to sauce, though, I just feel like there's something like... There's something about our the socialization of our culture. Here's what it is for me. <laughs> seriously, no, here's what it is for me, Bradley. I like eventually I feel like when you become sauce dependent, yes, sauce the dependent. problem is that you like the sauce more than you like the food. Yes. And you're just trying to find ways to get the sauce in you. Yeah. And that to me doesn't that feels like <laughs> That feels like an unhealthy relationship. (laughs) Then it's just because then you have to ask yourself, can you eat the thing without Without the the sauce? sauce. And in order to do that, you have to eat the thing without the sauce for a period of time. You have to actually wean yourself off the sauce. Yeah, no, it's true. But I really do think when you become sauce dependent, it is really about the sauce and not about the food. Also, if if we're talking about ranch, because I love ranch, and here's the thing, I love sauces. Mm -hmm. When I go out to eat, one of my favorite things to do is order a side of mayo for fries. Me too. Because I love to doctor up my food, and I'm all about ranch if it's a really good, I hate, like, no offense to the wonderful Hidden Valley people, that's not my go-to ranch. I love a, you know, a dippier ranch than a dressing year ranch. Mm -hmm. I love a good blue cheese, a creamy blue cheese. Mm -hmm. I don't like the crumb of the blue cheese, yeah, like a creamy dressing, it. you know what yep. I'm saying? Um, with maybe a lump or two. I get all of that, but like in my house, I would never keep um mostly because it's a it would be a gateway. It's but a also Domino because food. I think then I would that's all I would ever eat. I think then if I would, you want the ranch, just pour it in your mouth. If that's uh, all you want. Oh, Melissa God. is gonna get the final word on this. Melissa, are you saucy? Oh, my son is saucy. Oh. <laughs> And does it What's bug you? Well, my son is eight, and he puts yellow mustard on everything. Oh. On his pasta, oh. on his pancakes, oh. on everything you can imagine. It's vegetables, um, pizza. No. He threw the line on ice cream. He had to try it. 
and you decided that wasn't the best idea. Oh my gosh, oh my Melissa, God. I am so sorry. You have a hard Mustard road. Mustard is a u- unusual one That's for a kid. That's true. When we come back, what are you excited about about the law? And that app, where dare we say in love with the cloud? And we're consumed by its epic potential. For years, we've been fine-tuning our approach. Heck, we love the cloud so much, we integrated all our data management experiences into it. NetApp makes the cloud work smarter and harder by letting you connect your data no matter where it is, access and securely manage your data, automate processes and optimize infrastructure, unlocking all your data's possibilities. Tap now or visit netapp.com slash love to see how amazing the cloud can be. Splash, splash. splash Weather Repel Premium Windshield Wash features a three-in-one formula that repels rain, sleet, snow, and bugs while leaving a streak-free shine. And its advanced beating technology keeps you seeing safely all year long. See safely on the road when you apply a little splash. Pick some up at Walmart today.